Now this week has been hot, 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 and while it's been very nice to have a vitamin D boost, heat waves are an increasing problem across the world. Not only do they bring an increase in health risks, but in certain circumstances people could pay the ultimate price. Until recently, relatively little was known about how common such killer heat waves are. Izzy Clark has been investigating as things heat up. When we mention our typical British weather, you probably associate it with cold winds or flurries of showers. But instead, the third week of June has us Brits reaching for the sun cream as temperatures reach record-breaking heights across the country. But whilst most of us enjoy fun in the sun, prolonged heat waves can have significant health risks and can even be life-threatening. Christoph Schweening from Cambridge University explained why this can be dangerous. Well, we have physiological systems that are capable of increasing our heat loss. And during intense heating, by far the most important of those mechanisms for humans is increased sweating rate. As we get hotter, we sweat more. What the increased sweat production does is carry more heat away when it evaporates off the skin. But at some point, we will reach a maximum sweat evaporation rate. And at that point, we will continue to get hotter. This is what can be dangerous. But what damage does intense heat actually cause? What usually kills are the secondary effects resulting from our physiological attempts to stay cool. Sweating in particular results in a loss of water from our blood. It becomes thicker and harder to move around our body. That places not only a strain on our hearts, but can also put us at risk of blood clots forming, blood vessels being damaged and strokes occurring. This additional strain on our physiology is not usually a problem for the young and fit, but those with pre-existing illnesses are at risk. But what's happening physiologically? Okay, heat causes skin blood flow to increase. Part of that is just the local effect of heat on the skin. But much of it is dependent on part of our nervous system called the autonomic nervous system. These nerves not only cause blood vessels to open up, but also activate the tiny coiled sweat glands in our skin. This sweat evaporates, cooling the skin, and also the blood flowing through it. The amount of blood flowing through the skin can actually be quite high. This increases the work the heart has to do. This is one of the reasons why athletes cannot race as fast in the heat as in cool conditions. So there are quite a few issues that can arise from intense heat. And according to a recent study from the University of Hawaii, 74% of the world's population will be exposed to deadly heat waves by the year 2100 if carbon gas emissions continue to rise at current rates. Camillo Mora, lead author of the paper, explained why this is only going to get worse. Just think about the fact that there is a heat wave right now in London. There is one in California, another one in Spain and Portugal. Last week, there was one in New York. So these things are already happening. We found that 30% of the world's population is already exposed to 20 days with similar conditions. A huge amount of people around the world already that is exposed to deadly conditions. And this number is going up. And what we found is that this is not going to get any better. The best case scenarios, we find that still 50% of the world's human population is going to be exposed to these deadly heat waves into the future. And obviously, if we don't do anything, that number is going to be 70%. So the point that we have been trying to make is that the magnitude of our impact on the planet has been so massive that we run out of good choices for the future. 
Right now, for heat waves, our choices are between bad and terrible. Camillo advised that the future lies with governments to really tackle climate change, especially within big cities where pollution and carbon emissions are greatest. But Christoph thought it was just a matter of our adaptation. The problem of the Earth in general getting warmer, as far as human physiology is concerned, that isn't really the big problem. The big problem that we have as humans is our physiology has become tuned to the normal cycles of temperature changes that we experience. Now, a snap heat wave is much more of a problem because that's occurring at a time where our physiological systems have not become adapted to that heat loss. Either way, how on earth are we supposed to stay cool? Remove unnecessary clothing, lie down on a cold floor in a shaded, well-ventilated room with a wet towel over you or take a cold bath or shower. Obviously, it's just a matter of minimising heat gain and maximising heat loss. Don't stand in the sun or in sight of warm surfaces. Try to be in a place with moving dry air and avoid doing physical activity. Wet your skin or keep it in contact with cool surfaces. And we'll be sure to keep to Christoph's advice if this heatwave continues. That was Christoph Schreening from Cambridge University and before him, Camillo Mora from the University of Hawaii. Camillo's paper came out this week in Nature Climate Change.